This is the Scale with Psychology podcast, where you're going to optimize your psychology to exponentially scale your business and become the ultimate version of yourself. I'm your host, Ani Manian, widely known as the Mind Whisperer and trusted advisor and psychedelic therapist to the world's top entrepreneurs and leaders. And I believe that entrepreneurship is a mental game. And the main constraint in any business is not the strategies and tactics, but the psychology of the founder. And with each episode, I'm going to help you take your life in business to levels you never thought possible. If you're ready to play the game of life and business in God mode, then this is the podcast for you. So guest with me today, she is the CEO of the Health and Wellness Business School. She's a functional health practitioner, which is super relevant these days. She's the founder of a digital marketing agency and now a business and marketing coach and a really prolific one at that for health and wellness practitioners around the world. Please join me in welcoming Kristen Thomas. Hi there. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's so great to have you here. Tell us a little bit more about you and what you're up to these days. Yeah, so um, I support health and wellness practitioners uh, to learn how to create, build, and grow their businesses so that they can get their gifts out there in the world and really make an impact on the disease epidemic that our entire world is facing today. So I help them to activate their voice and their purpose and their passion so that they can truly reach the people that they were meant to work with and be able to bring their gifts to, to, the, to life. And this is super relevant right now because there's a lot of people who need their gifts. There's a lot of people who are quarantined or in lockdown who are obsessed with their bodies right now for the first time in potentially the history of the planet. Yeah. There, I don't think there's ever been a time when more people are single-mindedly focused on immunity, on health, on staying well, um, and have been forced indoors. So this mm -hmm. is really the time for everyone you serve to really shine. It is. I believe that there's never been a more important time than right now for our entire industry to really rise and meet a gap that's only becoming bigger with you know how overburdened our medical community is right now and how much people are aware of their health and want to take charge of it and want to do more natural things to, to, to support their bodies. And, you know, one of the really cool things about you is that you straddle both worlds, right? You're a functional nutrition medicine practitioner um, and you've been in the health world for decades and you're a prolific entrepreneur. You've started, you know, so many companies. You run a very, very, very successful business right now and you're really focused on helping health and wellness professionals be entrepreneurs mm -hmm. so they can shift from being practitioners of what they do to entrepreneurs to business owners to be running a business that is you know a system that is mm -hmm. a collection of processes that exists without them linearly leveraging their efforts so tell us about what that is like these days, because as we talked about, there's a lot of demand for, for what, you know, you help people with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because, you know, I'm just seeing, I mean, you look at what's going on right now, right? It's like 
supplements are out of stock everywhere and whole foods even has empty shelves and so there's never been a bigger level of awareness for people to get the health handled and um you know now more than ever it's important for businesses so health practitioners functional medicine practitioners wherever whatever your designation is to help to really help people understand what is truly going on and how they can take back control of their body so that they can, you know, not only strengthen what's going on right now in, in terms of their defenses, but also like how this plays into what may already be going on underneath the surface in their body. And so it really takes a tribe to, to make this happen. And so it's not, you know, it's not just about giving, you know, one client here and there advice. It's about recognizing that if you are a health and wellness practitioner right now, like you need to be getting out there and helping the masses because the masses need you right now. And so this is where you go from being a practitioner that, you know, just helps clients that, you know, come into you and you're kind of, you know, just doing one-off work to really stepping into your full business potential and scaling what you do and scaling your, your message so that you have a broader impact and really seeing that this truly can be a business, even if right now you are just a solo practitioner, because if you have the right vision for what you want to be doing in the world and how you want to make an impact both now and down the road, then you really need to be in it for the long haul and see how you can actually create a full business out of it. You know, one of the things that I really love about how you're showing up right now is you're really modeling what leadership looks like, especially in times of crisis, especially in a situation where everyone's freaked out, everyone's in fear, in panic. Um, you know, entrepreneurs are wondering if it's okay to sell right now. They're wondering if they should be discounting their, their rates, if they should be giving stuff away for free, if they should really be focusing on their business. And, you know, a lot of people are feeling a little paralyzed and they're being really affected by what's happening in the world right now. So let's talk about some of the ways in which you're showing up, not just for your business, but for your clients, for your community. and how that's a model that people listening can really adopt in their own business and life. Mm, yeah, it's such a good question. And something that I've been talking to my clients at in length over the last couple of weeks. So there's kind of two ways in which we can operate as a business. We can either operate from our long-term vision of what we're really in this for, what our dream is, what our purpose is, and or we can operate from our circumstances, which is current, like short-term thinking and short-term operation. What I'm seeing most people do is shrink back into the current circumstances. They're making every decision based on what is going on right now. And what I'm seeing for the health and wellness industry as a whole is that this is actually setting us back massively because practitioners are reverting back into playing small, not posting online because they're afraid that if they don't know how to talk about the virus or they don't feel like their voice is important enough right now to be in the conversation or they don't want to be a nuisance on people you know who are worried right now about what's going on so they're hiding their message which is the first problem because more than ever people need to hear your message so that's one thing that i'm seeing people do coaches do that really is um, something that, that we need to, to activate and something that I'm helping all my clients do. Um, the next thing I'm seeing is that, and you touched on this, it's that people are going back to discounting because we're hearing that, you know, there's a large amount of unemployment right now. However, 
it's not forever. People are not out of work forever. There's short-term unemployment, and it's only certain professions that are unemployed. And at least for a lot of my clients, their target audience aren't the ones that are, are unemployed. So it's important to recognize who is your target audience, what professions and industries are they in, and are they truly in lack right now of their finances, or are they totally fine and they're just working from home at their same job, getting their same salary, and, and they're totally good. So I think we're taking a lot of what we see on the media and all of the hype and, and the scare and the fear and take applying that to our business and saying, my clients must be this too. But what I always ask my clients is, is that true? And do you know it to be true? And once I ask them that, they're like, actually, no. Like I just talked to my client yesterday and like she's working just fine. She's on her computer all day and you know she's still getting paid and her business is fine and all that stuff. So we want to make sure that you know, you understand who your client is and that you don't get sucked into the media and the scare, the, the fear and the scarcity um, and recognizing that you don't have to discount because what you do is truly critical work. Like if you do anything that impacts the immune system right now, which as all health and wellness practitioners know, every area of the body is connected. And so no system does not impact the immune system. So every area of health that you work on makes a positive impact on the immune system. So what you do is critical. You help to take the toxic load and the stress off the immune system. So your work is literally considered critical right now. People need it more than ever, and it's more valuable than ever. People are investing more money than they ever have in their health, whether it's with whole foods or with supplements or nebulizers or like whatever, you know, meditation apps that they're buying. Um, and so people now more than ever are valuing their health. So if you discount your services, it does two things. One, it discounts the value of what you do. It says, this actually isn't worth as much. So I'm just going to give you a discount. And that doesn't feel good to you. And it also doesn't spread good energy in the world or make the work that we do come across as premium and as important as it is, right? And then also what it does is it discounts the value of the transformation that your clients stand to get from it. Because it says, well, you know, what we can do with you is awesome, but we're not going to charge as much for it. So, you know, what that does is psychologically, it says, okay, cool, like I got a good deal on this. And maybe it wasn't that painful to make that investment. So I'm not going to take it as seriously. I'm not going to like implement all these things. I might not show up to every call. And then you get really crappy clients who don't get results. And so it doesn't benefit you or them. So I'm not a fan of discounting what, no matter what's going on. Um, so I think those trends are ones that I'm seeing happen in the industry at an alarming rate. And if that continues, then I think that the longevity and the health of our industry at a whole is truly at risk. And we're painting the entire brand of holistic and alternative practitioners in a negative light where right now we need to be up leveling and activating and making ourselves known as like the go-to leaders in health and wellness right now. Yeah. And, you know, something that occurs to me as you say this is the, the transaction really determines the level of transformation, as you said. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that most people, you know, don't naturally, normally, automatically prioritize their health. Most people, they don't actually, you know, wake up every day thinking about, you know, what are the underlying factors that are influencing um, their, the internal state of their body, the internal state of their mind, how much stress are they carrying on a day-to-day -day basis? 
how that's impacting, you know, how they function, you know, the quality of their sleep, um, how nutritional their food is, how much movement and ex exercise and activity that they're getting. And a lot of people are actually being forced to ask these questions right now because, you know, collectively, there's been an end to the conversation that was our life until until recently. And we're being forced into really reconciling with the lives that we've been living and having to choose what kind of life we want to live. And mm -hmm. health is really at the forefront of this conversation because, you know, no one wants to get sick right now. No one wants to be exposed right now. No one wants, right. um, and especially entrepreneurs, right? Most entrepreneurs have created the businesses that they have on the back of hustle, on the back of grind, on the back of sacrifice. And often it's sacrifice of their health, sacrifice of their bodies, sacrifice of their internal state of peace and calm. So how are you navigating this for yourself? Mm, yeah, it's a super good question. And I'll also preface this with, I used to be the burnt out entrepreneur and the burnt out practitioner because I was trying to do all the things and be all the things to everyone. And I realized that that was the fast track to burnout. So it's something that over the last couple of years, I've invested heavily in terms of money and time and resources to really get a handle on it so that I could be the sustainable entrepreneur and CEO of my business. So one thing that's really been helpful for me is actually disconnecting from the day-to-day -day media and news. I knew for me, because I'm an empath and I'm a very sensitive person, I take on energy from the world and from other people very quickly. And so I realized that anytime I read the news, I mean, 90% of our news is very negative, right? And so it didn't do anything for me. And yes, I want to be informed, but I also need to be selectively informed so that I can stay healthy and safe and sane and staying onto my vision without being derailed by what else is going on externally for me. Because internally, I know what my vision is and I know what's going on inside my business and what my community needs. And that's what I'm focused on first and foremost. So I do not have any media that's like bookmarked on my browser. I don't get any alerts on my phone. I don't have any media apps on my phone whatsoever. All of my news is actually filtered through my husband because he knows that I want to protect myself from this to stay in my zone. And he only tells me things on a, on a need to know basis. So that's been an incredible help and an amazing process. Um, and, you know, I, I definitely vacillate. I'm not immune also to getting affected by the current circumstances, right? Like, especially with the magnitude of what's going on now, I've certainly had my days where, you know, I spiral too, and I get stuck in that. But what I do is I'm able to easily within a couple of minutes or hours, pop myself back out of that rather than spiral for days or weeks on end. Because I'm like, yes, this terrible stuff is going on and all this other amazing stuff is going on. So I look for, I'm a glass half full kind of person because, you know, I get to choose how I lead my life and that's how I choose to look at things. And so I always look at, you know, what else is going right? What can I be grateful for? What are the awesome things that are happening right now? You know, admiring like all the creativity and entrepreneurship that's happening in the world right now and focusing on that. Um, has really brought about a new level of like love and appreciation for humanity and what people are doing right now is amazing. Um, so focusing on like all those positives and then 
you know, now more than ever, just doubling down on self-care. So like making sure my sleep is number one, um, you know, making sure that I have very solid work boundaries, which is one of my top prerogatives. And all of my clients know that, that by seven o'clock, you will not be hearing from me. Um, I'm totally offline so that I can relax and get myself ready for sleep and for dinner and digestion. And, um, you know, that I wake up, I don't wake up with an alarm usually, um, so that I can just wake up when my body tells me it's, it's time to get up, which is usually by eight o'clock. Um, and, you know, making sure I get movement in, I've actually been exercising more than ever before because I have, you know, things at home that I can do for that. And, um, you know, taking time throughout the day to meditate and just breathe, especially if things are getting crazy or if I'm starting to spiral. So I feel like now that I've been, you know, now that there's not as many external things to do and coming at me, I'm able to go internal even deeper than ever before. And like really even up level the self-care that I already, you know, have been doing for so long. So because of that, like I've just felt so solid and so peaceful during all of this. And as a leader to my community, like I couldn't lead them if I wasn't feeling that way. If I was feeling frazzled and all over the place and spiraling, I'm not going to be able to help my clients because I haven't gone through those stages of, of overcoming that like spiraling and fear. So as a leader, leadership literally means I go first. And so I have to go first through that. And I recognize that. And I... I'm happy to because that's that's my mode. That's my mode of operation. So when I can go first through those steps and take those steps beyond what's going on and go back to my vision all the time, I can then lead my clients and my community who haven't yet gone through those steps or haven't had those realizations or epiphanies so that they can take those steps and then they can translate those steps to their clients and community. So it really has a ripple effect. Yeah, I love what you said because, you know, as leaders, we have to be stronger. We have to have a thicker skin. We need to be more resilient. And my favorite definition of being resilient is our ability to bend without breaking. Mm. And it's this bending, right? This flexing, this being, you know, malleable um, and being receptive to what's happening, but still you know, keeping our container, keeping our frame really strong so that other people can lean on us, so that other people can borrow from our strength, other people can borrow from our optimism, other people can borrow from the hope that we're generating. And, you know, to me, that really epitomizes what it means to be a leader during times of crisis. It's generating enough hope, enough momentum, enough, you know, energy for the people we serve, for our mm -hmm. employees, for our teams, for our clients, for our communities, because not everyone is feeling so strong, mm -hmm. right? And the immune system can be a great metaphor for the business as well. Mm -hmm. Like how immune is your business? Mm. You know, how, um, what is your business's ability to protect itself, to heal itself? And, you know, this is, I think this is something worth digging into because most people, they're not running businesses with a strong immune system. Their, mm. their business's health is very fragile, which means if something like this happens and, you know, I hope this is not you, but if this is you and you, you know, your business is, has to be shut down, you have to make payroll as mandated by the government for six weeks, you don't have enough operating cash flow to sustain your expenses, your payroll, um, and also, you know, balance the fact that like there's not revenue coming in. This 
puts your business as immune system in a very fragile place. Mm. And this can feel very vulnerable. It can feel really challenging. So unlike most people who are freaking out and trying to save money, who are trying to cut costs, who are trying to sort of scale back, what you're doing, and you know, I love this, and I think we 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 celebrate this this attitude and this mindset, you're actually tripling down, not even doubling down. You're investing more than ever in your business. You're yeah. investing more than ever in yourself to develop yourself as a leader and a CEO. You're investing more than ever in creating products and offerings for your community. You're yeah. actually going in the exact opposite direction than most entrepreneurs are doing, right? Yeah. Everyone's running away. And you're running towards. So tell us about that and tell us about how that's working for you. Mm, yeah, it goes back to my mode of operation of how I am wholeheartedly operating from my vision and not my circumstances. So from somebody who doesn't understand that, it may seem like, oh, my gosh, this is irresponsible right now to invest in your business. But my view is what is going on right now is not a death sentence for everyone. Like we are business is going to jump back. And I believe that our, like this shift that's happening right now is actually happening for us and happening for a reason. And that especially as health and wellness practitioners, like this is our time to rise and to really elevate ourselves and, and build a, a brand for our industry as a whole. So that not only can we be the leaders right now, but we can be the leaders of the future going forward in a more powerful way than we have ever been. Like this industry has been growing for, you know, almost a decade now. And I believe that it's on the brink of an expansion if health and wellness practitioners are able to step up to the plate and are ready for that exciting challenge. And so for me, I know that that's where the health and industry, health and wellness industry can be headed. And because I am one of the only business and marketing professionals that specifically helps health and wellness coaches and practitioners, that it is my responsibility for both my vision of what I feel like I'm here in this world to do and for the vision of every single one of my clients and future clients to be that stand for them and to be a bit unreasonable right now. So like I, you know, I invest over five, over five figures every single month in my business. And a lot of those expenses have been as of, as of recently. And I, you know, I made all of those while the news of coronavirus was getting worse and worse, but that didn't affect me because my vision is unshakable. I know my long-term vision. I know what I want to accomplish in the next 10 years. And I'm not letting a blip of a couple of weeks or a couple of months affect that because I believe so much in where this business is headed. And most importantly, I believe so much in every single one of my clients and what this industry stands to give to the world. So if I chose to back down right now, that would cause all of my clients to retract and back down. And that impacts the whole industry. That impacts our whole movement. And it shows that I don't believe in them and I don't believe in the mission. And that's not true because I am also a functional health coach and I do this work too. You know, I've built a successful business over four years doing this work and I know how important it is and how much people need it. And I'm still having people apply to my practice every single week to do this work. So I'm seeing firsthand that this work is just becoming more and more in demand. 
And I know that my clients are, are experiencing that too. It's just a matter of overcoming the mindset shift of the lack and, and fear that's going on right now and being able to step above that, acknowledging it first and foremost, but then stepping above it and saying, my vision is greater than that. And I'm going to continue forward because I believe in my business and I believe in my clients. Mic drop. <laughs> so let's, let's distill some of the conversation we've had into very practical takeaways. Right. So so one of the things that um, came up was that as leaders, we have to rise above the fear. We have to rise above circumstances that are creating the worry, the stress, the anxiety, right, that is rife in maybe our team, our communities, our client base, because that's really our job. Mm -hmm. And that's really the opportunity. Because the people who stand up and, you know, show up as leaders and lead people, entire communities of people into, into hope, into a better world, into a better reality, they're the ones who are going to be considered the leaders for the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. And business is a long-term game. So the second thing is, are you thinking about this as a leader in the short term? Or are you thinking about it in the long term? Mm -hmm. Yes, you may have, you know, limited capital to sustain your business, but what's a pivot that you can make? How can you cut costs? How can you survive so that you're still in the game in the long haul? Mm -hmm. And how connected are you with your long-term vision? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you and I, we have a practice of reviewing that on a daily basis, right? We think in at least a 10-year, decade-long increment. And when we think about our business in a 10, 20, 30 year timeline, then what's happening right now, as you said, is just a blip. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have one, write down what your 10 year vision is. Where do you want to be in 2030? Mm -hmm. Because the brain has a tendency, right? And let's get into a little bit of neuroscience as to why this happens. Right now, the reptilian brain, the primal brain, is really triggered because its job is to keep us safe. This is the oldest part of the brain and it's responsible for, you know, surviving. And so it responds, it looks for and responds to threats, things in our environment that, you know, imply that we'll be annihilated, we'll, we'll go extinct, we'll die. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't want us to die. And so Usually when this happens, there's a lot of cortisol that's secreted in the body as a cocktail of hormones that creates stress in the body because the body wants to survive and it's getting ready to be eaten by a predator. And, you know, everything shuts down, which means there's less access to the frontal lobe and the prefrontal cortex, which is where rational, logical thinking happens. Mm -hmm. And we become very short term in our thinking because literally in terms of your body, your nervous system, and your brain, you're going to die. And so you need to think about not dying, which is like right now. It's very, very hard. And this is a phenomenon called dual task interference. We can't think long-term and short-term at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so just the simple exercise of shifting to long-term thinking, just asking yourself the question, where do I want to be 10 years from now? Who do I want to be 10 years from now? What kind of a business do I want to be running 10 years from now? What kind of a life do I want to be living 10 years from now? You'll notice all the stress responses in your body calming down 
because the simple act of future pacing 10 years ahead, mm -hmm. it's telling your brain that you're going to survive. Mm. And we're not living in, you know, we're not living in the jungle with predators, you know, who are going to eat us. You're probably listening to this sitting at home in your plush, you know, bed or sofa, thinking about your business and wondering how to shift your mind and your brain to think about things. So you step up as a leader when everyone else is in crisis mode and you bringing calm, you bringing peace you slowly dissipating that anxiety is going to allow you to actually make that step up. And that's what mm -hmm. your community needs. That's what your clients need. That's what the world needs. Because, you know, you and I believe, Kristen, that entrepreneurs are really the future of the human race. Entrepreneurs mm -hmm. are the ones who are going to lead this economy, this global economy out of a recession. They're the ones who are willing to take risks. They're the ones like you who are going to make launches bigger than ever before in a time when everyone else is panicking. So tell us about how you're gearing up to really impact the world on a huge level. Mm, yeah, that was so good. Um, oh, I mean, I have a lot of things in the works. Um, I have one thing that I'm not ready to announce just yet, but I have a really exciting um, mentorship program coming up that's going to help health coaches to navigate the next year, which I believe is going to be one of the most pivotal years for us. Um, there was an estimate by um, this guy, Scott Olford, who I believe you know, um, who, you know, he was saying that over the next 18 months, there's going to be more entrepreneurs created than ever before. And I believe it because, I mean, I'm seeing so much entrepreneurship pop up left and right by people who are getting creative. You know, now that they're out of a job, they're like, how can I take my skills and still make money out of it? And there'll be a subsector of those people that are like, cool, this is better than the job that I had before, or I'm more passionate about this, so I'm going to go and do it. And so there's going to be more entrepreneurs, aka more options and more uh, noise, potentially, for what you could be bombarded, what your clients could be bombarded with in terms of what they could do to, to get a hold of their health. So I believe that existing practitioners right now who have a business who know what their, you know, what their zone of genius is and what they want to be bringing out into the world and who have already started to build their business, you have a massive advantage because you have the platforms built. And so all you need to do is know how to continue to navigate these choppy waters over the next couple of months and especially steadily over the next year so that you can learn how to build a sustainable business that is going to skyrocket past all the new people and past all the existing practitioners that are not stepping up to the plate. So that's where you can really start to see massive successes when you stand out when everyone else holds back and retracts. So that's a huge thing. And like, that's a big part of what I do in pretty much all of my courses. I have over four different programs and courses for people based on the different stages in which they are in, in their business from brand new, like hadn't started anything to already making money and ready to scale and go to that next step. Like I have something that meets people at every stage. And it's about understanding, you know, where are you right now and, and what are the assets that you can capitalize on to be able to reach your people, expand your message, and to be able to have that resilient business that's going to sustain no matter what happens. And it's going to bring you in sustainable revenue so that you're not, you know, shooken during things like this and your business collapses and you have to, you know, go out of business. I believe that the right businesses can be bulletproof against anything that happens if you know the right things to do. So I have lots of things up my sleeve, but that's, that's kind of the short of it. I love that. Um, 
That's absolutely fantastic. And I think, you know, your vision of helping this country and this world be healthy is really powerful. And the way, you know, you're approaching that is by empowering the people who can really serve the larger population. Um, mm -hmm. I want to dive a little bit into, you know, it would be remiss of me to not talk about how the entrepreneurs who are under a lot of stress, who are under constant worry, you know, carrying the weight of the responsibility that they're feeling, how they can actually bulletproof their bodies and how they mm -hmm. can really support their health, really support their immune system. So putting on your functional medicine hat, um, how would you advise, you know, the people who are, who are leaders, who are entrepreneurs, who are impact makers, who, you know, really feel this responsibility on their, on their back, on their shoulders, um, and really feeling the pressure right now? How can they support their bodies, their minds, their hearts better mm -hmm. so that they can stay strong, so they can stay available, so they can stay present, and so they can lead people at the level that they want to? Mm, yeah. One word, breath. Just breathe. People aren't breathing. And, you know, that deprives our brain of oxygen. And then our brain starts to feel threatened. And then we start to spiral and the negative thoughts continue to get worse. There's so much, you know, fight and flight and you call, you call it fight, flight, freeze, where our breath goes, it goes from where it should be down in our belly and your abdomen up to here. And we start this shallow chest breathing that our body literally isn't designed to do. And that's actually why we get like a lot of upper back and shoulder tension is because our muscles up here are like, oh, I guess I have to breathe differently. And like, I haven't had to like do this before. So we get a lot of that tension. And I say that from also personal experience, that was a big thing for me too, was I was breathing up here and it's why I started to get a lot of tension up here. Everything started to go up as a stress response. And so just coming back into your body and if you're noticing like, your mind spiraling or, you know, a client triggers you because they're in fear or you read something on the news and it's upsetting or concerning, just coming back into your body and taking a couple of really deep abdominal breaths and like envisioning your diaphragm expanding and contracting, maybe even just closing your eyes and just coming back into your body and out of that spiraling brain can be enough to get that rational brain going again and get you back into that parasympathetic state. Because if you stay in that stressed out state, actually one of my clients was, was writing about this on her social media earlier today. It's, you know, it's about how if you are in a, a heightened sense of stress right now, it actually predisposes you to chronic stress down the road because your body gets stuck in that spiral and can't get out of it. And so breath work and just being able to slow down your body and nourish your nervous system can help you to, to get back into that state because you can't help your clients and you can't think strategically and powerfully and from your vision when your body literally feels threatened because you're not breathing. So like start with a breath, slow down, and everything in your body and your mind is going to start to slow down. I love that. If... Uh... You know, we want to take care of other people, our team, our communities, our clients. We have to first take care of ourselves. And, you know, coming back to the breath can be so powerful. It's so simple. Everyone can do it. It's free. And mm -hmm. it's just so powerful. Kristen, this has been a really fascinating conversation. Um, before 
before we finish, are there any last words of advice you want to share with people? And mm -hmm. also share how people can find you and find your work. Sure. So I guess the last thing I would leave you with is how can you, how do you want to be remembered in this time? And how can you really activate your voice? What is it that you need to share with the world right now? If there's a message that you need to share, get it out there because people need to hear it. If there is something inside of you that says, I need people to hear this or people, more people need to understand this. That is the message that your soul is telling you other souls in the world need to hear. So don't hide it because you think that your voice isn't as important as some media site or some other prolific blogger or whatever out there, like your voice matters and the right people who need to hear that message will hear it. Like I'm a huge believer in the magnetism of, of messaging and marketing in that way. So activate your voice. And um, yeah, if you want to get in touch or follow up or follow more of my content, you can find me on Facebook, Kristen Thomas, or my website is confidentmarketingcode.com. Love it. Kristen, thank you so much for being here. If you enjoyed this conversation, please like, please share, please leave a review. It makes a huge difference. And until next time, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found value, please consider leaving a five-star review to allow the show to reach more people or share this episode via your social media channels. If you're an entrepreneur and want support in exponentially scaling your business, email me at ani at animanian.com.